Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Congress officially launched a major round of hearings into the events of January 6th, 2021. Juneteenth for Trump supporters. The day when white people visited the democracy store and demanded to speak to the manager. (laughs) And by the way, they're still arresting people for this. You may not know that, but they are. In fact, just today, they arrested a guy who's running for governor of Michigan because he also stormed the Capitol. Yeah, and you know that's definitely gonna change the whole course of the election, because now we know he's gonna win the Republican nomination. I mean, <laughs> you can't do that. And this is, a, this is a new experience for a lot of these white people, you know? All of a sudden, they're finding out what it's like to be on the bad side of the police, and it turns out they do not like it one bit. The January 6th defendants are being treated differently on a whole nother level. They are denied religious services, haircuts, shaving, the ability to trim their fingernails. Imagine a group of men being held in jail with no idea of when they're going to go to court, no ability to bail out, no ability to see their family. If you're Peter Navarro, they will literally pull you off of a plane, shackle you, and throw you in the brig. I wound up in leg irons. I wasn't allowed to call a lawyer, no food, no water, solitary confinement. Illegal aliens to Al-Qaeda terrorists were treated better Better than than I was. They actually followed him in the car to the airport to make a scene and to handcuff him. Um, Why would they do that? It actually puts an exclamation point on the fact that we have a two-tiered justice system. Uh, If you're a Republican, you can't even lie to Congress or lie to an FBI agent, or they're coming after you. You can't even lie to Congress or the FBI without them coming. You realize he's just stating the law, but in an angry voice. You can't hit pedestrians and drive away. You can't even sell another man's kidney on Craigslist. And if you steal your neighbor's dog and sell it back to them for the money, it's also not allowed. Is this America? this America? It is wild that Louis Gomez over here is complaining about not being allowed to lie to Congress because he's in Congress. Why does he want people to lie to him? Why would you want that? I feel like he must have asked someone for their honest opinion at some point and then gotten it. Tell me the truth. Do I look like someone 3D printed Elmer Fudd? Wait, I changed my mind. Lie to me. Lie to me. But yeah, as you can see, many, many Trump supporters 
are saying that they're being oppressed and they're just learning how tough the justice system can be. You know? I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you heard what she says. She's like, can you imagine a group of men who can't pay bail and can't see their family? Well, you don't, you don't have to imagine it. America's already got the largest population of them in the world. And then just so we're clear, just so we're clear, I'm, I'm glad the people who stormed the Capitol are being held accountable, but I don't take delight in the idea of them experiencing the shitty side of America's criminal justice system. Yeah, so Marjorie Taylor Greene, I hope you keep this exact speech ready for the next time black people in America are complaining about the exact same thing. You don't even have to change the words. You don't even have to change the words. It was wild that they've been treated like this for like five minutes and all of a sudden they're like, it's a two-tier system. They're like, it's so hard being a Republican in this country. I was always waiting for them to go into a, like a white Negro spiritual. You know, it's just like, ooh, go, go to the Whole Foods. Ooh, my gluten intolerance is getting me. Anyway, conservatives are now learning that interactions with law enforcement don't always end well, which means they're gonna have to have some hard conversations with their children. As a Trump supporter in America, you already know that cops treat people like us differently. We can be profiled and misjudged any time just trying to overthrow a free and fair election. That's why it's time for us to have the, the talk. talk. As a Trump supporter, it's important to remember that law enforcement is always out to get you. You can be targeted solely because of how you look or what you chant or who you're assaulting with a flagpole. How many young and middle-aged men have already been arrested just because they tried to vote for Trump one too many times? And then stormed the Capitol. And then posted on Facebook for some reason. And they'll use anything against you, your skin color, your politics, evidence. If you so much as think about overthrowing the government and then actually attempt to, there is nothing anyone can do to protect you. Well, unless your husband is like on the Supreme Court. Sure. You know. So first rule, always listen politely to the police. Mm -hmm. Don't freak out and call them bullies or fascists until after you're booked on Tucker Carlson. The bad news is that if they do arrest you, you can expect the worst kind of abuse. Mm -hmm. They'll put you in handcuffs, take you to the station, and put you behind bars and then lock them. These are things no criminal should have to suffer. And now they're openly throwing around the word traitor? Yeah, with a hard R. You know, every time I see a young man being hassled by police for smearing feces on the walls of Nancy Pelosi's office, I think that could be our son. Mm. He is a sweet boy and we're proud of him. Yeah. He is a proud boy. So that's the way things are. And hopefully the next generation of conservatives won't have to have this talk. Because there won't be elections. Exactly. The January 6th hearings finally came to a close with the committee putting on a two-hour primetime show, which they hoped would finally convince the nation that President Trump was hashtag problematic. <laughs> and because this was the last episode, they did not hold back. The primetime finale for the January 6th committee lived up to its billing. The committee presenting what may be its most damning evidence to date, highlighting the 187 minutes between President Trump telling his supporters to march to the Capitol and when he finally told them to go home. Trump spent much of that time at the White House watching the violent assault unfold on TV and refusing to publicly condemn it or call off the mob. For hours, Trump ignored pleas by his aides, members of Congress, and even his own daughter to call off the violence as it unfolded before his eyes. The primetime event 
painted the clearest picture yet of how former President Trump waited until it was clear that his supporters would not be able to stop the certification of the vote before he made any attempt to call off the angry mob. As he was gathering his things in the dining room to leave, President Trump reflected on the day's events with a White House employee. President Trump said nothing to the employee about the attack. He said only, quote, Mike Pence let me down. Wow. Trump watched everything that happened on January 6th, and his biggest problem is that Mike Pence let him down <laughs> by, I guess, not being hanged? <laughs> he said he was my ride or die, but when I asked him to die, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> what a loser. But yeah, the main takeaway from this hearing is not only did Trump do nothing through three hours of the best TV he watched all year, but he only finally spoke out once it was clear that the coup had failed. And everyone knows that move, right? When you act too late as if you wanted to do it, but you don't. It's, it's like that thing you do when you go out with your friends. You know, you'd be like, oh, let me grab the check. It's like, we left the restaurant 20 minutes ago. Oh, oh, well, too bad. Next time, I got you, I got you. Now, I mean, if you, if you want to be really generous, you could say the reason Trump didn't do anything on January 6th is because maybe he was in shock, right? I mean, we've all tweeted crazy things, but if I tweeted, I'd kill for a Mac rib, and then my followers burned down McDonald's, I wouldn't know what to do as well. But it turns out that even on January 7th, Trump still had to be forced, kicking and screaming, into condemning the MAGA mob and conceding the election. And the only reason we know this is because the committee released the outtakes of his speech, and they are hilarious. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday, and to those who broke the law, you will pay. You do not represent our movement. You do not represent our country. And if you broke the law, you can't say that. I'm not gonna, you, I already said you will pay. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defied the seat of dust. It's defiled, right? See, I can't see it very well. Okay, I'll, I'll do this. I'm gonna do this. Let's go. But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over. I just want to say Congress has certified the results without saying the election's over, okay? But Congress is certified. Now Congress is Yeah, certified. right. Now Congress is I didn't say over, so let, let me see. Go, go to the paragraph before. Okay? I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. Yesterday is a hard word for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. Take the word yesterday, because it doesn't work with the heinous attack on our country. Say, on our country. Want to say that? No, no, no. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. I'm not gonna lie, I'm torn on this, I'm torn. Because yes, yes, him refusing to say the election is over, that's damning as hell, right? But the rest of the stuff, I mean, it, it just seems like someone who's struggling to read, you know? <laughs> no, I 
get it. I get it. It can happen to you. You know, it can happen. Sometimes you're trying to work with the camera and you don't. I understand that. I understand. But what I will say is really funny is, is how he says he can't say yesterday, but says yesterday. <laughs> He's like, yesterday, I can't say yesterday. yesterday. Yesterday's really hard. Nobody can say yesterday. What, what is that word? See, I'll try to say it now. Yesterday. You see, you can't say yesterday. You can't say. You can't say. What was that thing, by the way? That was funny. I've never seen him do that. He's like a sassy Trump. But really, the parts of the clip where Trump refuses to say the election is over, that is bad, right? And very optimistic. Because say what you want about the man, he does not give up. If he was a football coach, He'd be in the locker room like, okay team, we lost by 30 points and the other team has already gone home, which means the end zone is completely unguarded. Time to run the board, fellas. Get in there like yesterday. I said it, I said it, I said the word. Now, the committee didn't just expose the president for throwing a Trump, 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 Trump. No, that's hard. Can we change it, guys? That's hard. That's hard. Trump, Trump. They also took a moment to reveal that a lot of the bravado that we've seen from far-right Republican lawmakers wasn't actually how they felt while the patriots were ransacking the Capitol. And one person who really got dragged was Missouri Senator and pro-storming the Capitol Republican, Josh Hawley. The committee highlighting Missouri Senator Josh Hawley's actions on January 6th as he entered the Capitol. As you can see in this photo, he raised his fist in solidarity with the protesters. Later that day, Senator Hawley fled. After those protesters, he helped to rile up, stormed the Capitol. See for yourself. The committee room erupting in laughter, watching Hawley run. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, but the January 6th committee should be ashamed of itself. They had no reason to show this. They just wanted to embarrass a senator of the United States. Just wanted to embarrass the man, huh? Why? Just because he ran away like a little bitch? I mean, what did he do? Yeah, he raised his fist and he egged the crowd on, but is that a reason to show him pissing his pants on national television? Huh? Is it a crime to be crying and running away from the mob that you riled up? Oh, he's such a bitch ass. Let me tell you something. That bitch ass thought the mob was gonna kill him. Is that funny to you? This grown man running on his little gazelle legs? I don't wanna die. I don't wanna die. You think that's funny? Grow up. So sadly, that's it for season one of the January 6th hearings. But good news, good news. It's already been renewed for season two that drops in September. Yeah. And like any good series, they're leaving us with some major cliffhangers. Will they find the Secret Service deleted text messages? Will Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger finally realize the love they've been looking for has been right in front of them this whole time? Will we find out that Steve Bannon was the source of monkeypox? <gasps> Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast for The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Uh, Becca, how long have you been producing this podcast? I've been producing this podcast for two years now. And your favorite thing about it? The extended moments, for sure. Right, because sometimes I'll interview like a big star for 25 minutes. We can only put like 14 minutes on air. Where can people get that? On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts. And who produces that? Uh, I, I help out. It's a team effort. 
Last weekend, the Trump Freedom Tour, comprised of Don, his son, and a caravan of folks looking for book deals, headed to Mississippi, and I was curious who was shelling out the nine to $4,000 for a ticket to see the show. Much of the country was watching the revelations coming out of the January 6th hearings, and surely these politically engaged folks were also tuned in. Have you guys been watching the January 6th hearings? Um, uh, no. Have you watched any of the January 6th hearings? Not really. I had a blurp and changing phones, but uh, you had to I, what? A blurp. I changed phones. Are you watching them? No, sir. No. Why not? Well, a time. You don't have time to watch a two-hour hearing. <laughs> no, yeah. No. How long are you here today? Until five. Until five. Which is right. you got here at? I got here at seven. Seven, which makes it ten hours. Right. But the two-hour hearing. Who's got time for that shit? Most were paying no attention, and yet there were some paying even less attention. What about what happened on January 6th? What do you think what happened there? I don't really know what happened on January 6th. January 6th, the... The election day? No, election day was back in November. Do you... I don't even know what... Do you know about January 6th? No. So when I say January 6th, that means just... Nothing. I don't know. That's just a day to you? Yeah. Did you hear about the, the insurrection attempt at the Capitol? No. no. For almost everyone here, insurrectioning was a non-issue. It was the hearings themselves that were the problem. I think it's an abomination. It's just McCarthyism, it's a witch trial. It's a witch hunt. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, like a, it is. a mob of people coming together with pitchforks yeah. saying, and we can't have that. Yeah, with, with, a, with an agenda, here's the narrative we're pushing, and that's all we're pushing is our narrative. A mob of people with an agenda, pushing an agenda, yes. that, that can't stand in America. No. We should, we should have an investigation about a mob of people. <laughs> that's we something should. everybody would watch that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Nancy Pelosi, she start, is very responsible for what went on then. She planned it. She, she planned what happened? I believe so. Why did she plan to get attacked by a mob of Trump supporters? Because she wanted to be able to blame it on the Trump supporters and have something bad to say about them. Shouldn't we investigate that? Uh, yes. So you must be watching the January 6th committee. <laughs> no. So what was it people were watching? 2,000 mules came out and it showed a lot of stuff. Uh, you've got 2,000 mules. And then this movie, I'm um, 2,000 mules. 2,000 mules. Yes. 2,000 mules is a documentary by Dinesh D'Souza, claiming massive voter fraud based on some cell phone data and surveillance footage that's been lauded by Trump, laughed at by Bill Barr, discredited by fact checkers, and banned from even right-wing media because of its unfounded claims. You notice you turn on Fox News, I have never mentioned that movie once. Somebody's pulling the strings. Who do you think it is? Uh, I, it may be Obama. You think Obama's pulling or the strings? Or it could be uh, George Soros. You think it's possible? that Fox News doesn't mention 2,000 mules, your theory, there's a giant conspiracy up on top in which they don't do it, or the second theory is that movie's not credible. I know the movie's credible. Maybe sharing some of the committee's findings would break through this MAGA bubble. Rudy Giuliani was drunk the night of the election and it was partially his idea to deny the election results. Buy it? I haven't seen that. You're the first source I've gotten on that. You haven't heard that at all? No. That Rudy was drunk that night? It's an election night. I wouldn't be surprised if anybody was, so. Yeah. You trust a drunk Rudy Giuliani? I'm not saying I trust a drunk Uli I a Rudy Giuliani. Question is, have you trusted yourself or other individuals that you are with under the influence of alcohol? I totally have. Then what's the difference? I am not the commander-in-chief in charge of the United States of America. Doesn't matter. 
Well, I think that's a, I think that's an important detail. If no one was willing to turn on the hearing, I decided to bring the hearing to them. I first shared testimony from Trump's own acting attorney general, dismissing Trump's claims of voter fraud. I told him that the stuff that his people were shoveling out to the public were bull was bullshit. Like I said, you just can't be up 300,000 votes and then lose. No, but that's Trump's attorney general. Does that sway you at all? He's turned on him. He's been, he's been paid by somebody to shut his mouth. Everybody knows the election was fraud. No, no, he's saying the opposite. He's saying, he's saying the opposite? Yeah, he's saying there wasn't wow. fraud. That That's bullshit. Why? Wow. Does it make you kind of change your perspective and your assumptions? It does. Yeah. So you're not going to go in there right now? Oh, yes, sir, I am. You are going in there right now to see yes, Donald sir. Trump speak? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Well, good productive chat. What's your response there? I think it's true. You think Bill Barr is right? Yeah. Because he's talking about the fact that the election was stolen is yeah. bullshit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So he says it wasn't stolen. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, no. it was stolen. You, you, you don't believe that? No. So yeah. who, who do you trust? Like Trump? Trump's family? I trust, I trust Trump. You trust Ivanka? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think she's very smart and very intelligent. Let me show you, this is what she said. How did that affect your perspective about the election when Attorney General Barr made that statement? It affected my perspective. Um, I respect Attorney General Barr. Um, so I accepted what he said was saying. I don't know that's not edited in any way. You don't believe she actually said that? Did, did she say it on Twitter? It almost don't even look like her. You don't think that? It could not be her. It might be one of those, what they got clones out there these days? You think that, you think that was a? <laughs> it might be a clone, yeah. It might be an Ivanka clone. <laughs> yeah. Hot take, my friend. <laughs> Almost like you're confronted with it, and your brain just does somersaults to figure out there must be some other, some other she reason. Looks, she looks frightened. She does look scared, almost like yeah, she's she does. She's, she's been really caught. Frightened. What do you think? <laughs> I'm confused a little bit. So Ivanka, his his daughter. daughter, his daughter says she accepts what the attorney general said, which is that the election wasn't stolen, that Trump lost. Well, is it a lie? I mean, if you listen to these people, yeah, it's a big lie. And I'm fearful you're going to go inside there and he's going to keep telling you that lie. We should go. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're ready to cut this off. Being confronted with uncomfortable information isn't easy to swallow. But this crowd chooses to live by the immortal words of the bard Rudy Giuliani, who said, we've got lots of theories, we just don't have the evidence. Especially when it comes to Donald Trump. I believe him and the military are running the country, and that idiot that's up there is a puppet, and Obama's in the, in the basement Wait, telling him what to do. That sounds so crazy, it's probably not true. You probably don't even want to ask me what I think about 9-11, so... <laughs> God, you got some theories for miles. Uh, well, yeah, and I read a lot of stuff, but I know probably not all of it is true. But enough of it is true to know that we need change in this country. Yeah, a little, a little bit of shit in the pool doesn't mean you can't swim in it. Right. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.